Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Our goal is to win, for Christ's sakes. And you keep talking about the CBT, you keep talking about prospects and your long-term goal. Like, you just basically told us we ain't good enough, we suck, you let us down. Angry Lou, angry Lou. A hole the size of, I don't even know what, in that bullpen. Keep playing like dog Great call by manager Lou. Go get me a goddamn first baseman. That's what I want. I don't want an outfielder D8. I need a first baseman. Okay, Lou, I'll ask you something. What? How do you go into the season without a closer? How do you not address... The closer situation. Lou, what's up, dog? Good, how are you doing? Good. Well, it's always great to have you here, Lou. That's right. It's Friday. It's noon, and you know what that means. It is time for the voice of baseball in Boston. Our great friend Louis Merloni is with us on the Harbor One hotline. Lou, good afternoon. How are you, friend? I am just dandy here in a St. Patty's Day down in Fort Myers. Hey. I'm good. Uh, are you aware of what Christian <laughs> Fourier is wearing today? I don't know if you saw a photo or not. He no, is. No, I have. I have not seen it. You I know have what? Not seen it. I, I'm going to take a photo of him and I will okay. send it to you during the interview so you okay. can see and we'll circle back. Because Lou, my first question is. How weird and truncated is spring training with the World Baseball Classic going on right now? Like, what kind of work is really getting done down there? Well, it's um, I tell you, a lot of the, the stars that are playing the World Baseball Classic have played more innings, have played deeper in the games, more games, more intensity than maybe they have in previous spring trainings. And for the guys that are sort of left over, uh, they've been getting plenty of at-bats, right? Because there's plenty to go around. So it's actually probably a lot more work, like individual work, you know, that's being done maybe in years past because of the WBC. So what do you make of the, the, Edwin, uh, the Edwin Diaz injury, the pitcher yeah, for the awful. Mets? Like, I mean, does that force you to kind of reevaluate the importance of this game, or is it just a one-off? Yeah, to me, it's, it's, it's a fluke injury. It's a one-off. I mean, the guy's jumping up and down, tears his patella. You know, it would be different. The concern I would have is, like, these pitchers kind of ramping up the intensity throwing hard, kind of being lost in the moment. Like, I know I'm supposed to go 40 pitches, but I want to go 50 because of the atmosphere and pushing themselves and having arm problems because of it. But tearing a patella tendon, like, you know, to me, that's that's not like, oh, my God, let's stop this World Baseball Classic because of it. And I just don't agree with that kind of talk. It's a great tournament. It's fluky. It happened. It'd be different if a guy strained himself throwing a little bit too much too hard, and we haven't seen that. Well, is it is that the same kind of – because I saw Cora uh, in regards to um – uh, Devers, like he, they yeah. didn't want him playing first in the WBC. They, they want to make sure if he if he gets hurt, he's going to get hurt playing third. Yeah, and and Cora was the guy that put Arroyo over there for a day, you know, and thought it'd be okay a few years ago. And he tweaked his groin, he missed some time. So it's, hey, you know, they, 
Juan Soto was hurt. They wanted him to DH, or he was nursing a little something. They said, okay, if he DHs, can we put Devers at first base? And, and I think Corey did the right thing. It's like, no, he's used to playing first. I don't, I don't want him to mess up his footwork and get his foot in the middle of the bag and have somebody come and step on his ankle and rip his ankle apart. He's not familiar with it. So I think it was the right call. That, that's to me, is different. Our friend Lou Maloney from the Red Sox Radio Network. And, of course, you hear him on Nesson as well with Gresh and Fourier here on WEEI. Uh, Justin Turner expected to be back on opening day. I don't think we had – I don't know. I don't. I didn't ask you. What do you make of all that? That was uh, pretty gruesome. And does are, are you seeing maybe where Turner sort of fits into this roster even more? Yeah, and that was the thing. It was it's a, it's a big part in this roster. He's going to hit behind Rafi Devers. Wherever Devers hits, Turner's going to be behind him. He was actually out back. I was watching him kind of stand in on Nick Pavetta's um, bullpen, and Whitlock's going to throw a bullpen. So he's just sort of standing in, seeing the ball come at him again. I guess the plan might be for him to get into a game, I think, on Monday or Sunday. I forget which day he had said, but um, there's no concussion. He's got to get over that. He's going to wear that little C-flap that kind of covers his his jaw, I guess, and see if he can get used to that. But he's got a big role on this team, not just you know designated hitter and hitting behind Devers, but also you know that leadership role as well in that clubhouse. So it's he'll have time to get ready, though. Hitters hitters don't need that long. They just need a few wet bats. It's the pitchers that need more time. So you mentioned the bullpen. How, mm-hmm. how does the bullpen look, by the way? Is there anybody kind of standing out to you, or is there some maybe uh, problems ahead? Well, Jansen, he's throwing again here today, I believe, um, after Hauk, and, and he has looked good, you know, and so you finally got a closer, you know, it was, you know three or four years ago, like, is the stuff kind of going down, are the hits going up, are the strikeouts going down a little bit, but he's still an effective closer who's done it before. It's just, a, I kind of feel like it's overrated. I know a lot of people feel like it's the strength of the team, but they're sort of banking on Chris Martin to do what he did for two months last year in L.A. all year, and, and he's been a good reliever. But he hasn't been that. Jolie Rodriguez is another guy that they added that's like, oh, you know, they beef up this bullpen. He's he's a four, four-and-a-half ERA reliever. You know, good stuff, but he walks a lot of guys. And so there's, there's still a lot of question marks. Schreiber, can he do what he did last year? You know, he's been hit around here a little bit in camp. Uh, Brazier, I don't have to say any more. I know people kind of not crazy about him. So this what everybody called the strength of their pen, I never really bought into. And then now that I'm here, I'm, I just always worry about bullpens. I want them to be locked down. Hauk is out of the pen. Crawford's out of the pen. They're in the rotation. So I, th- I think it's a little bit thin. We'll Lou, see what happens here in April. Lou, how is the catching situation uh, working out? I guess Connor Wong has been catching like some bullpens, but he's had a hammy and all that. Are you comfortable with where the Red Sox are at catcher going into the year? Yeah, you know, Reese McGuire is a guy that's never really had an opportunity to play every day. And early in his career, he couldn't, and he wasn't swinging it, but... You know, he swung the heck out of it last year when he came. And this year in spring, he looks really good. Like, he's your everyday guy. You know, Connor Wong, he's probably not ready, and it helps a little bit with depth. He starts the year in Worcester and, and Jorge Alfaro, who they've they've really liked what they've seen defensively because that's a big question mark. But he was like that traditional stance in San Diego, like both feet up. And, and I think that was affecting how he was releasing, I mean, catching the ball, framing the ball, receiving the ball. And now he's back to the one knee. So they worked with Tech a lot. So Alfaro most likely... You know, he'll be that backup catcher, I believe, to start the year. So, Lou, so um, I want to get your opinion on this because obviously uh, Cora, Cora came out and mentioned that uh, you know Chris Sale is not going to be the starter. It's the first yep. time he's never not been the guy. You know, opening day, and then I saw this quote about he's like, "Oh, it's so freeing." You know, it's so freeing not to be the starter. What do you make of that? Uh, of him not being the starter, it looks like Kluber's going to be the guy. Yeah, I don't know about Sale's comments, but like. To me, he decided it because it's been such a long road back for this guy, and it's been such a tough two or three years that he's actually in a good place. 
and he just doesn't want to put the circus tent, you know, of op- what opening day is. And and I know if he was healthy, he'd be the opening day starter the last three years, but um, but he hasn't been. So just sitting back, taking that off that off his plate, the emotions of going out there and maybe being overamped and trying to throw a hundred because it's opening day. He's going to get that anyways. It's just going to be the second game of the year where it just feels like more like a game. I just, I just feel like they're trying to ease him into the season the way they did in spring training, and that's just another sign of it. And hopefully he gets 32 starts and nobody will be thinking about why he didn't start opening day. Okay, shortstop to shortstop. I need a uh, professional breakdown of Bobby Dahlback playing short. Lou Merlone, your thoughts? He's actually a pretty good athlete, you know. And, really? And yeah. No, he's a really good athlete. Um, footwork obviously isn't as quick as you know a guy like you know Bogarts or, or, or Kike, um, but his arm is easy. I mean, he used to be a pitcher in college. He catches that ball, gets it over there easily. So he's got good hands. He's actually, I think, a better infielder than he was at first base. So um, I don't expect him to, to be a shortstop in AAA or, or, or here in the big leagues, but any kind of versatility to get you on a team I think helps, and that's sort of like the way he's looking at it. But he can hold his own. What about Tristan Casas lately? Yeah, he's looked good. I mean, the other game I did the other day, he looked really good in Lakeland, just controlling at-bats. He may lead off. Yeah, I saw that. Weird. Why is that but, weird, though? Well, because he's the slowest guy in the team. You know, it's just that he gets on base. <laughs> you know, and that's not, you know, he's a big fella. I mean, he moves well at first base for a big guy, but he's not very fast, but he gets on base. So it's sort of like, I think they've decided Yoshida is not a leadoff. He should be a middle-of-the-order bat, and because of that, you're still kind of searching for that leadoff spot. So he gets on base, back-to-back lefties with Devers up next, but it's a good twosome to, to use that with because they can handle lefties. Do you think Cassis will develop the power, or is this kind of the style of hitter that he is that he's, even though he's a, a horse and he's big, that he's much more of a top-of-the-order type guy than maybe a middle-of-the-order kind of guy? No, I, I think on this team, I think three years from now, you'll be talking about him, you know, in that fourth, fifth spot. There we you go. Know, um, yeah, no, I think he's going to hit 25. You know, as long as he's healthy, he's going to walk into that. He's just a he's a good hitter. Um, you know, 20 to 25, we'll see. I mean, how healthy he is. But he's kind of, right now, he just looks like the full package at the plate. So I'm, I'm really interested to see him, what a full year looks like for him. You know, the average, we'll see what the average is, but the on-base should be high, and he should be able to pop 20, 25, I think, in his sleep. You know, so the the WBC, the WBC, the World Baseball Classic, uh, Yoshida. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not. I haven't watched one game, Lou. Mm. All I'm doing is watching the highlights, and every time I see a highlight, it's either somebody bragging about him being a good defender, or somebody bragging about him, or foreshadowing him destroying that green monster out there. Like, have you noticed any of that, or am I just buying into the hyperbole that exists with this guy? Well, we saw a little bit of here before he left, and kind of like just more so in batting practice, a couple of games, a couple of swings, but he didn't really play all that much. Um, and then the World Baseball Classic happened. I was talking to a couple of like, national guys, and, and they, they that was kind of like the word. A lot of people felt like, you know, well, maybe I was wrong about him. You know, like defensively, maybe he's not like a liability. He can handle it. You know, he can, he, you know, he won't kill the team defensively. And, and offensively, you know, maybe it's a different profile we weren't aware of. You know, maybe it is a middle-of-the-order bat with some power. So... You know, he's just a really an unknown. I mean, I'm blooming the Red Sox got crapped all over, you know, for signing and giving this guy $18 million. And before it's all said and done, it might be a pretty good deal. How's your bracket looking, Lou? Destroyed. Yeah, destroyed. Yeah, Arizona? Know. Is it possible to have Arizona versus Virginia in the finals? Oh! No, I don't know. Two L's with both those right off no, the it's bat, not. Huh? It's, it's. I don't think I did, but it's not It's not pretty. It's like, But can you really get yourself to write a bracket down with, like, Furman? 
You know what I mean? Can you really do that? I it, guess you can. I think but. you know what it is. It's one of, for the people who do like multiple brackets. Like if you go to a website and it's like, oh, you can fill out five yeah. of them. There's always one that you kind of throw. I was not big on Virginia. I thought they'd lose in the second round. Yep. However, uh, Lou, there there are two things happening. Number one, I would say, if you uh, wouldn't mind, check your phone. Yeah, check your phone, so Lou. So you can get uh, the look-see at Christian O'Fourier today. Oh, my God. Thank you. Listen, I love the hat. I think it's a good look. But, I mean, no green? I know the Irish sweater. I, and hold everybody. on. What, what, look, it's got, on underneath the uh, It's on underneath got, the, the, the sheep yeah, the that died for a nice this. touch, you know? Right. Well, I mean, listen, this uh, is just good. in my wardrobe. This is just in my look. circulation, Lou. I actually think it's a good look. Gresh, you're not a big, you're not a big fan of it? Uh, of him wearing that? No. Um, no. Because he's trying too hard. Just he is like, wait, 16th. I just, thank know you, that. Lou. Oh, thank yeah, you, yeah. Oh, we heard all about that. Here's the other thing, too. Yep. We're going to start nicknaming him Roberto Luongo because mm. no one has pumped up hitting three of, like, ten bets than Fourier has pumping himself I'm up. on fire, Lou. <laughs> Lou, I'm on fire. I Listen, Gresh is so jealous. Yeah, He's so jealous of my FanDuel account. I showed him all the cash that's inside that bad boy. Oh, you know what, wins. Lou, you know what he said yesterday? <laughs> I got it? I got lots of trophies. Look at my <laughs> look at my green and then look at my gold trophies for his bets. <laughs> yeah. He sounds like the dude that I you work it. with who's like trying to it. justify nice. I play Pony League too. Yeah. It's like a, it, it's nice. such a fun reward, like going into my <laughs> settled bets, seeing the big trophy. <laughs> And then the, the green with yeah. all the money that's being deposited into my account. Yeah, I'm gonna listen. I'm really glad you guys are having a lot of fun with this betting on your phone thing. <laughs> no, really, no, I, really. I was I mean, gonna right. ask. I was I gonna ask at all. How, like I, how pissed it, is Lou? I mean, the fact that I still got six more days, seven more days before I wow. can do this. When I land at airport, I'm gonna sit there in the terminal and just throw a couple in just because I want. To. Here's the thing, Lou. I don't want to hear any bitching and complaining from you at all. I would take the six days of 80 degree weather with the the, the ability not to bet. Okay, that's I the think the trade off is pretty decent, that's and you have lots of opportunities to do it. Listen. I'll make a bet for you. What, what, what do you like? I'll make a bet for you right oh, now. Oh, here we go. Give me go. a game. Text oh, me the game. God I'll put almighty. it in. What? what are you talking about? Gresh is such a hater. He hates my skills so much. Uh, he I mean, hates it. It, it. Give me a game. It, Give me a game, Lou. Anything. Well, I'll shoot you, I'll shoot you shoot a text. Shoot me a text, and I'm going to put it look. on FanDuel, and I'll send you the slip. No, I'm All in right. Florida next week. I'm on the wrong side oh, of Florida, though. Right. I wouldn't be able to see Lou. I'll be yeah. in Amelia Island up near Jacksonville. Oh, boy. Nobody gets more days off than Gresh, as I'm finding out. Nobody gets more days off. That's right. He's abusing the the flex time. I'm like I'm like Sean. Flex time, Sean. Flex time, Gresh. Uh, new baby, you can hear uh, Red Sox baseball, of course, right here on WEEI on uh, 850 AM as well. Lose a big part of that. And he's with us each and every Friday talking baseball. The voice of baseball in Boston, Lou Maloney. Thanks, Lou. Good stuff, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Later, Lou. All right, boys. Have a great there weekend. We Love Bye. us some Lou Maloney, ladies and gentlemen, with us on the Harbor One Hotline. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.